You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Steven. And I'm Brett. And we are the, the Broadway, Broadway Husbands. Husbands. You're an all-American married couple making their living in the arts and pursuing a growing family. On the Broadway Husbands podcast, we offer advice from our ordinary lives under extraordinary circumstances. We are living proof that you can love who you love and love what you do. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss our weekly episodes. And if you really love us, make sure you leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at Broadway Husbands. We are so proud to be members of the Broadway Podcast Network. You can check out all of our episodes and our beautiful array of other Broadway-themed podcasts at broadwaypodcastnetwork.com. Also, during this time, we are raising money to help the Actors Fund with t-shirts that say Bring Back Broadway. If you want to help Bring Back Broadway, go to broadwaylifeapparel.com. All right, we are at episode 22. And today we have a couple on who I've followed for quite some time. In fact, they were kind of my inspiration for wanting to start Broadway Husband's Instagram account because their photos were just so inspiring. Uh, it's Michael Lindsay and Matthew Schuler. Welcome to the Broadway Husband's podcast, guys. Thank you. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hello. Thanks Hi. for having us. It's so oh good to finally God. meet. I know. I've, I just think um, your content, A, is beautiful, but it clearly represents an honest and authentic version of your relationship, which I think is so nice to see. I mean, I just feel like there's everything you do is just really truthful and honest. And um, it's very well, easy, I think, on social media to to not be, I mean, at least be able to hide behind it. And one of the cool things about your relationship is that you met through social media. Tell the story. Yeah. <laughs> we did. I was just going to say, I was like, oh, then we must be doing a really good job on social media for making <laughs> it look super honest and real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll find out differently during yeah, this interview. Maybe. But... <laughs> oh, you will. No. <laughs> yeah, so we did meet um, through YouTube. We met online. Um, this was back in 2014. Um, but we actually met through our coming out videos on YouTube. Um, so I came out in 2013, and I posted a YouTube video with my coming out story. Uh, before I was on Instagram, I was on YouTube for a number of years. So I used to post video blogs. And I just remember at the time, I really felt compelled to share my story and share with my audience that I was gay. Um, and so I did that in 2013. And then in 2014, a year later, um, Michael posted a video response to that. Well, yeah, so he did a one year after coming out sort of like here's what my last year was like out at my Christian university, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, he was just saying it, it overall is really, really positive. And so he, he was encouraging other people to do it. And it's something that I had wanted to do kind of in the sense of like, I mean, I wanted to, to, to make one. I wanted people to hear it from me, but I knew I couldn't let everybody, like I couldn't call everybody I knew. I couldn't let like call all my relatives, you know, and so I didn't want everybody hearing it through the grapevine. So I was like, I knew it was something I wanted to do. And then his video, like encouraging other people and like trying to like create this sort of hashtag thing. I was like, that's actually like, cool. Like this is the time I feel compelled. And then I actually made it that night or the next day, that day or the next day even. And then I posted it like right away. Um, 
And so I think I was like one of the first video responses. But you I know were you were one of the only video responses. There's a few. <laughs> There's a few. Um, and then but it, he tweeted it at me, and then I saw the tweet. Uh, I was like, okay, he's cute, cool. Then I started watching his video, and I was like, oh my god, we have um, quite a few similarities in our upbringing and just everything. There's there's a lot of things that struck were, me. Yeah, and I mean that, that was the same for me. I, I, there were just so many things that I thought were kind of similar. Like we were both interested in the medical field, and I had just kind of started making YouTube videos. He'd been doing it for a long time. Um, I was a year maybe in front of him or in school or something like that. But we just so, had a lot of questions at that time. So yeah. it, I actually was the first one who reached out though, like on Facebook yeah. after that. And I was like, Hey, I don't hope this isn't weird if you just like want to talk, but I feel like we have a lot in common. He was like, yeah, here's my phone number. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then we actually started both of us were like making leaps and bounds from the beginning. Cause it was like, Oh, this is kind of weird that, you know, you saw me on YouTube and you added me on Facebook and <laughs> You know, normally it would be weird, but then at that point it was like, no, I, I, this isn't weird. Here's my phone number. Let's talk. Yeah. And it, it, wasn't like, it wasn't like, I didn't, I wasn't expecting it to like turn into obviously what it did. I mean, neither of us were. It no. was just kind of like, okay, let's talk. And we talked and then it was yeah. like, oh my God, I really like you. And now I kind of want to meet. And we just kept talking every day since that day mm -hmm. um and then but it was it was within a week within a week he bought a plane ticket to seattle to come visit so so you were in seattle and you were in portland he was in nebraska, I was in nebraska. oh, oh. How did you in portland? i was expecting it to really like turn into anything because i was like we're half a country away but he's really cool and cute and i want to talk to him but i was like i mean what are the chances that like this is gonna pan and out he was just getting ready to go to dental school and i was finishing up college for pre-med in seattle so um basically he he flew out and we met um yeah right right after that happened um but it's it kind of I, I don't know if i need to get into it but like a lot of stuff happened when he first flew into seattle um kind of went to a complicated start to our relationship but it's a long story. A good one. But, yeah. <laughs> Is there a video? Yeah, we, we there... can link to the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's... A, yeah, we can link to the video. Yeah. There's multiple videos discussing like the the beginnings of our relationship and this just like things that, that happen. And it wasn't even between us. It was just like things around us that were happening that were like kind of emotional and surprising and you know kind of put us in like a vulnerable state probably. And but then we were like there for each other. So, anyways, that's kind of the. That's kind of the short of it. Well, it's so interesting that you're you were pre med because you're also a photographer, right, Matthew? Yeah. So, so this like so do you have you always had this sort of like left brain right brain thing? Like you're kind of split down the middle, or do you consider yourself more of a creative? Um. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's a really good way of putting it between this left brain, right brain kind of thing. And I always felt that pull, that struggle growing up of like, oh, I really want to go into art, but also I love science. And um, I had a lot of trouble with that going back and forth. So I studied both in college, um, but I was very much like, you know, medicine's my career. Um, art is my hobby. You know, I don't know if I can make art my career. And that was tough. I, I just had a lot of teachers growing up, I guess, who more so pushed me in the direction of science. And I didn't feel like I had um, the space 
growing up to really pursue art as a career. So that's kind of like where YouTube came in, where it was this this gateway where I was like, I can express myself and do anything I want on YouTube video wise and then going into photography. Um, but that was a, a really free creative space for me um, just to express myself outside of school. He was one of those frustrated that. kids who could like kind of do everything, you know, he was like, really, really apparently uh, also has like a really creative side. I thought I was putting myself too thin where I wasn't doing anything well enough because I was just trying to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Well, and, and Michael, so you went to medical school for dentistry. Yeah. So dental school. I just, yeah. And, and was that, I mean, but how did you bridge this gap between like social media and like, because it seems to me like most of the dentists I've had don't have like, an outgoing, like Dr. Latinelli is very outgoing. That's true. Our dentist <laughs> in New York is outgoing. He's great. <laughs> He's actually our New York dentist yeah. is. But the ones but before yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, typically, yeah. you know, are a little more introverted. So yeah, where's this? It's interesting. I feel like, I mean, I had a pretty small class, um, but I feel like you really ran the gamut of like personalities. We had people that were like super outgoing. And then we also had people who were like very to themselves and like very smart, but you know, like just quiet. So I don't, I don't know if it's just maybe in, you know, I'm younger and you know, like a younger generation is just right. operates differently oh, than yeah. maybe sure. the older generation did. And there's just a lot more at our fingertips as far as social media goes. Like it wasn't really a thing when they were, you know, our age. So maybe I'm just used to it and it, it just kind of comes a little bit more naturally than somebody who might be in their sixties or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I, I obviously like dabbled in YouTube like a little bit before I met him. Um, and then obviously when we met, it was like, wow, there's a lot of things that I need to learn about, you know, just social media or photography or coffee or whatever. <laughs> what have you? <laughs> uh, there's lots of things to learn. Um, but I, I think it was, I mean, a lot of times it was weekends, you know, where we would like hang out and take our photos or like go travel somewhere, you know, just do something, do something simple. But it was definitely a balance. I was, I mean, when I was home during the week, it was like get home from school and like study like all night. But um, weekends is when we tried to expand um, our creative stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so that, so let's, Let's give people like a real perspective on what it's like to be a content creator. How often are you doing photo shoots? <laughs> oh God. I just feel like it continues. I mean, it's just constant anytime there's time and sunlight. And sunlight. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we live in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. So, you know, like uh, you know, you can't really do an indoor shoot when it's super cloudy and 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 gross outside it's too dark and it mm -hmm. doesn't look good on camera so and we don't like using um like the setup lights the like indoor lighting indoor lighting kind of thing um no that's just hard for us to work with sometimes yeah i don't know some people so are do you literally like the, are you like the sun's out Grab the go camera. let's go go yeah, get on a cute outfit let's go basically. sometimes yeah <laughs> <laughs> the out. Let's, let's get outside we gotta figure this out <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I I don't really know how we did it as much when we were in Nebraska as when we have right. been out here because I feel like it's changed. Things have changed a lot since we've gotten out to 
Oregon, just because in the last few years, the world of um, creators and influencers and all that has changed a lot from this kind of like YouTube perspective to and, and Vine, like Vine was a big thing. Uh, I know TikTok's on the rise now, so we'll see where things go. But y'all are um, going to be TikTok famous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got we got to do a duet. We should do figure out a duet to do together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is. I've okay. never done one. <laughs> are you kidding? You've never done a duet? We'll do your first duet. We'll okay. figure it out. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was like it, the movement from YouTube to Instagram, seeing how people change the way that they're doing content. Because it used to be like, all right, we're going to take a Saturday and we're going to make a YouTube video and we're going to write mm-hmm. out a script or a layout or whatever. And then we're going to sit down in front of a window it. and set up the tripod. and Or we're going to go on a weekend trip and we're just going to vlog what we do yeah, and then come home and edit it. And now I feel like content creation is much more so you have to incorporate it into your lifestyle. If you're going to consistently do it, if you're going to go out to a restaurant or meet friends or go to this place, some trip or whatever, then you just bring your camera and you make sure that you like take a minute to take a photo. Mm -hmm. And it has, I, I, I mean, I also think it's, I don't know if we necessarily have like a specific niche or whatever but i know like some people are like food some people are travel some people are uh lifestyle some people are crafts i mean i i don't know i think we just kind of try and do it all a little bit but um i think if you have travel life lifestyle like when i go onto the websites and i put in what we are i say travel and lifestyle But ain't but nobody I, traveling right now, so yeah. you're just lifestyle right now. So it's true. <laughs> so being from or living in Portland, how often do you drink Stumptown coffee? Oh, Literally every, every day. day. <laughs> Obsessed. It's in our. It's in our, it's uh, in our kitchen. Yeah, we brew it every day. It's like can in our you send us some? Can you send us some? There, there's none oh, in Pittsburgh. Where we can't we are find right it now. in Pittsburgh. Oh. oh my god, are you serious? Oh. No. But there, there's a location in New York, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah, spent too much money there. I thought we had some there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too. Yeah, they've, okay, they've got some. It's our fave. But we used, to, we used to have my parents send it out when we lived in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. We had to mail shipments. it. It's, yes, yeah, Stumptown. It it's expensive. <laughs> the Broadway Husbands Podcast, sponsored by Stumptown. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Um, he's never been to Portland, right? I've never been to Portland. Just to Portlandia. Oh, right. <laughs> Most mm-hmm. episodes I've seen have been cloudy. It's yeah. very beautiful when it's, it's sunny. It's a stereotype. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you, so you've, you've been married now two years? Yeah. Coming up two in June. And you got married in Nebraska or you got married in Portland? Oregon. In Portland. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Outside of Portland. It's called the Columbia River Gorge area. So... Yeah, right next to like the river, kind of. It's gorge. It was yeah, gorge. It's gorge. It's gorge. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and now you guys are making this huge decision to buy a house. Yeah. Next week, yeah. we're moving next week. Mm-hmm. You're moving during COVID. Yes, we are. Does kind of weird. Um, yes. It doesn't make me well. I don't know. I'm still like full time. Luckily. Um, if that was not the case, we would not be buying a house right now. Um, interest rates were definitely something that we wanted to take advantage of. Um, they're very low right now. 
if I'm still employed and it doesn't look like that's going to change, we were, I mean, and this was our goal, like two years and then like find a house. So and we started we're looking right at two about years. six months ago is when we started looking. Yeah. Like before all of this happened. So we were like kind of primed and ready to go. And then, yeah, we ended up just finding one that, that we liked where we, it just kind of like fell and everything fell into place. Cause we, we went and yeah. looked at it and it, you know, we've put offers on um, quite a few houses around Portland, but none of them ever have ever stuck. It's always been someone outfitting us, things like that. Um, very competitive. It's been very competitive, even with COVID-19 ha- happening and the pandemic, the market's So you were bidding much. during the pandemic, like it, you weren't yeah. closed before. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. Wow. I mean, That's crazy. Right when it started, we were offered, we were like backup offer on this one house. And we were like, well, we have to change our offer because we have no idea what's going to happen, but we really like the house. And we changed our offer and they're like, no, because <laughs> they knew that they could get more. So it's like still competitive, even though everything's like still happening. So it's weird. And that's what our realtor said too. She's like, it's not really going to crash like 2008. So just, you know, if you find something you want, like just, you know, as long as you are stable enough and still have a job, like you can still go for it. It's fine. That's really so. exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Please be excited. excited. Our first home. I know. So exciting. We have to say we're homo homeowners when yes. we bought our place. Homo yes. homo homeowners. I mean, we bought an apartment, so it's not exactly. Wait, she's saying something. What'd you say? I'm sorry. I said it would be a great Instagram name. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Always I was thinking. Yeah. Always thinking that, Matthew. Um, um, I, I wanted to ask you guys, are you theater people? Do you ever go to the theater? Are you... Yeah, I am. I love musical theater. I love... Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us. Is that what I sound like? No. No, I did theater in high school. Um, I didn't do anything in college or anything like that. What shows did you do in high school? Uh, Guys and Dolls, Into the Woods. And, um, oh, I can't remember what the last one was. That's so long ago. I was the man in black and Princess Bride. Wow. Ooh. Um, eighth grade. <laughs> so thrilling. Anyway. And then I had a couple friends who actually went on to theater, um, like majored in theater and are in New York and doing the, the whole thing. Um, but I actually have a music degree. So I've been around like music for a long time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I absolutely love stuff and I, have mostly pushed Matthew to go and watch. I I love going. I just, it isn't something that I grew up with and around. So really Mm -hmm. meeting Michael was like my first dive into musical theater. And I've learned a lot more about it since, but I have a whole long way to go. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm very novice. I just really enjoy it. Yeah. Well, there's lots of, there's great theater in Portland. There's some really good theaters. Mm -hmm. We just went to Dear Evan Hansen. Book of Mormon was supposed to be here. We've gone to that once, twice, once. We've gone to Dear Evan Hansen twice. Book of Dear Mormon Evan Hansen once. twice. Yeah, Dear Evan Hansen yeah. once. Mm-hmm. I played Portland on tour. You Which show? Oh, cool. South Pacific. It was 2010. Oh, was it 10 or 11? 2010, because we got married in 11, yeah. Oh, right. It was after the tour, right. Okay. That's when I, like, Stumptown wasn't, like, a national thing yet. 
2010. Oh, I thought you discovered it. You discovered it before. 2010 is when I moved to Seattle. So you're welcome. No, I'm kidding. He didn't discover <laughs> it. He didn't believe. He didn't discover it. Original town. You're welcome, sponsor. Um, oh, I, and I know you guys are now that you're buying a house. Your plan now is to start a family. Yes. Or at least start, start talking about it. Fur babies. Correct. I think you can start fur, fur babies. babies. Fur baby first and then real baby after that. Yeah. I, what kind yeah, of I, dog do you want? That's a great question. We keep looking online and it, it it's just like I keep looking and I keep falling in love with all the dogs. I can't decide. <laughs> but they're also very hard to find because like, if you, you know, you see a picture and you're like, what kind of dog is that? What kind of mix is that? I don't know. And then did, are they actually, do they exist? Is it real? Or you look them up and you, they're like, you can only get them at, in Pennsylvania or something. Like I looked up a, a, a breed and it was like, here you can buy them and they're this much money. And then I was like, oh, they're in Pennsylvania. But then we want to like get some, we, we want to get one from a shelter or something. Or, you know, there's so many dogs out there that don't have homes. And then there's also breeders and there's like creepy breeders and weird websites. And it's just a weird world out there on Google. And they're saying all the shelters are empty right now because of, oh, really? or not all of them, but they're saying a lot of them are empty because everyone's just home and they're just like, oh, yeah. maybe I'll get a dog. Well, that's great. I know. Yeah. I know. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, that's where we're at. We're like, but I, I mean, looking online, we really like Shiba's. Okay. I think they're pretty. They're pretty. I've heard like they're moody and they have a lot of energy and they can be like blah 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 they're and there's like like, like dogs. we get it they're not a perfect dog but they're very pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like very like cute fox <laughs> yeah um and there's some mixes that you like and there's some mixes i mean i love our neighbors um labradoodle i think or golden doodle golden doodle no oh, those golden doodles they're, they're so cute they're very cute. They like yeah. don't shed. All the yeah, hypoallergenic. All about that. So then we were thinking by maybe like a smaller dog poodle mix, maybe something that we could like take with us if it was small enough. If we're traveling, so tune in. So Keep many decisions. Oh, it's gonna be so. And then would you start a whole new Instagram account just for the dog? No, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I say that no? now. Like okay, <laughs> three months later, I think it was. That, we're like, selling merch. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that we were we're getting a dog specifically to make them an Instagram. But if we have like a whole bunch of photos of this dog, we're probably not going to spam our own account. I've had so we have to figure something out. I have friends, and I'm not saying any names, but I had, I know people in the community who <laughs> pick their dog. Like that has to be this breed, so that they can name it this certain thing because that name's available on Instagram. They reserve the account. Stop! Yeah. Really? <laughs> oh my god! I'm so shocked by that. I don't know why. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Nothing surprises me. Something tells me that maybe that happened to somebody that you know. No, me. That's what he said. No, oh, wait. Know, did you guys were... do it? Oh, no. Did you? No, no, no. I'm just like, oh, no. No, never. I mean, oh. of course something like that happens, but like. It's... I mean, we are getting a dog. We're calling it TikTok. But. Oh. <laughs> FYP. 
Calling him FYP. A, a hashtag FYP is the name of the dog. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I took both of those Instagram names. <laughs> Besides going to work, are you guys mostly in the house or like what is your like quarantine or like lockdown situation there like how often are you leaving the house or to go to the store yeah i just go to work and go to the store we helped a friend shoot um like a short video for their business like displaying like curbside pickup or you know and like stuff like that today that's been 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 very doing anything i was gonna say which was very unique um i haven't driven to the city since this started and mid-march yeah stores are trying to figure out how they're going to open up in the future now and so they're setting up a, a curbside pickup for this store downtown for like retail uh-huh. and so you can like window shop and point to what you want and then they put it in a bag mm-hmm. and then you get the bag at the door yeah so that was the first time that i'd done anything that wasn't the store exercise our house or work but that's pretty much it like we'll go outside, we'll run, we'll go to the store, and I've been home here, and I go to work. Really? But but have you been spending more time together during this time than you normally do, or is it about the same? Um, well, at first I was working like one day a week, okay. one to like two days a week, and so we were spending a lot of time together. And there was yeah. a lot of time together. Um, Why are you saying like that? And then <laughs> and then I started back full time after like two weeks, two or three weeks of that. So. And now I miss them. I'm like, oh. Well, during the extra time, did you guys learn anything new about each other that you didn't already know? And maybe what was that? Um, I no idea. I learned that Michael <laughs> is messy. He Rude. leaves mess around the house. He leaves, oh, leaves his things everywhere. Glasses, dishes, all over. Doesn't put anything away. These are all lies. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Matthew who cleaned the house this morning. I was making money so we could <laughs> eat and live. It was answering emails. It was very important. I like my story. And I clean. Basically, those yeah. are our roles. <laughs> yeah, those are our gender roles. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. No, I, um, I, 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 I don't know if we like learn anything specific. I think we learn how to live with each other better. Maybe. I mean, I just think learning. Experience. I think that there was definitely an expectation that if I wasn't at my work, that I was at Matthew's work. <laughs> I was now an employee. I thought that when we were running a business together, that maybe somebody would want to participate in the business. I think I just underestimated like my daily duties at House of Matthew yeah. Incorporated. I guess that's a really big learning thing that yeah. we did. We went through a lot of learning. There we go. We were like, oh, your expectation is this, and my expectation is this. And those don't match at all <laughs> on any level. Mm-hmm. So we got to figure that out. <laughs> we totally understand <laughs> what you're talking about. We get yeah, it. We, we um, yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't have the same expectations. I think always. I expect you to cook. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely the like the like the designated cooker and cleaner. Well, I and get very. I'm, you know, he think, gets. I'm probably like Matthew a little bit. I'm just like, I wake up and I'm like, ooh, I've got like 15 ideas and I'm gonna like try to make them happen. And he's I like, did that. you eat? And I'm like, did you eat? No. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> I'm having coffee. I'm good. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? What's food? <laughs> right. <laughs> so he he ends up kind of feeding me usually and reminding me. Yeah, that's been the hard part of this whole thing is this whole thing is like getting a consistent routine of some sort. Yeah. You know, but I got a whiteboard and I have, I write down like all these tasks on the whiteboard and it's not really in any organized fashion. It's just kind of like writing everywhere. And, but I don't know when this thing started and Michael was home all the time, I would put things on the whiteboard thinking, okay, he's going to see him on the whiteboard and then he's going to do that. He's going to magically do that. But then he didn't. And, <laughs> and I was like, why are you playing City Skyline all the time like, on the Switch? I'm in and, quarantine and I'm enjoying my time off work. And then I'd be like, but like, this but isn't you're vacation. I'm the same I way, Matthew. Oh my god! I'm not at work. This is vacation. And I was like, so you gotta find another way to make money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm the exact same way. I'm like Stephen. Like a lot of people are going through that, <laughs> or maybe we're just crazy. Probably. I'm like, I'm like Stephen. Broadway may not come back. We gotta make money. We gotta figure it out. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> It will. It will. It will come back. Yes. So, Matt, slow your roll. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, I guess this leads me to another question I want to ask you. If you had to be quarantined with somebody else, a celebrity or like well known, famous person, you know, anyone, dead or alive, besides your husband, who would it be? Wow. I am terrible at these questions. Ryan. Oh my god. Um Paula Dean. I just want all of the food. Oh, that's a nice wholesome question. Nice wholesome answer that you have. <laughs> I just was trying to pick somebody that would make me food. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's all that's what came that's to mind. All. Paula Dean. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> all right, all right. I'd yeah. get my quarantine fifteen real quick. Oh, with Paula Dean, yeah, she's like, here's yeah. some butter, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but what would you do with Ryan Gosling? I yeah, get my quarantine fifteen. <laughs> You'd lose fifteen. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh... <laughs> well, you'll maybe you'll find out. <laughs> You'd be okay with me quarantining with Ryan Gosling? Well, yeah, he's straight. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> It's well, fine. so what's next? What's next for you guys? Are you, besides moving, like, what are you hoping to create? Or I, at one point, I think Matthew, weren't you going to nursing school? Yes, I, I'm going. I'm starting in June. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Awesome! Congrats! I, yeah, we'll see if it's online or if it's in person. Mm-hmm. We don't know, but yeah, it's exciting. It's a just an accelerated program, year and a half. Um, so it should be done next september i think the program ends not this upcoming one but the one after mm-hmm. um yeah and then i'll be a nurse that's so exciting that's amazing. <laughs> yeah 
I'm um, excited to have a job here at home that's steady. With... Going back to science. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I love the freelance life and the creative stuff has been a lot of fun. But I think I got to the point last year where I was just like, um, okay, I miss having coworkers. I don't like working from home all the time. Um, and I studied science and I'd like to continue, you know, more of that balance between the art and the sciences. It just keeps going back and forth. But I kind of just came to the realization that I've always done both and there's no reason I can't keep doing both. Um, and yeah, it just felt like there's a part of that missing, not doing science the past couple of years. And so it'll be nice to go back into that. For sure. That's exciting. Where do you see your creative ventures going when you start nursing school? And so I know like it always looks different based off of how much school or what kind of school I'm take like doing. So obviously going to school, it's going to impact time a lot <laughs> and I'm not going to have as much time to do creative stuff, but um, I'm hoping that still on weekends and breaks in um, after nursing school, um, on breaks and stuff, we can still do trips and create cool content around um, LGBTQ travel and uh, that kind of stuff. We still like blogging and writing and a lot of the stuff that we do, we can do here at home. And a lot of what we do is just sharing our lives from the day to day. So that is, you know, it's a very simple thing um, just to be able to share stuff every now and then. Mm -hmm. So still doing photo, easy, keep doing it. <laughs> Good. We can't. I mean, I just think you guys are pretty awesome. Everything you do, your your content is so inspiring. You're really helping a lot of people. It's really nice. Um, and now you'll be hashtag essential workers. Yes. Both of us will be. Yeah. Both of you will. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now we're gonna bring you guys into a segment we call Spotlight, Spotlight on Love. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's, isn't it cool in here? It's so cool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're having way too much fun. You guys are making me laugh. Okay, so in what we do in this segment is someone writes in or calls in or sends us an email and says, hey, I this is my situation. Give me some advice. And this is from Matthew on Instagram. Not you, Matthew, a different Matthew. Oh. So... Oh, Stephen, you read it. Oh. <laughs> so I'm back home in Alabama during quarantine, but I live in New York City. But this guy and I have been talking for over a month and we really hit it off and we want to see see where things go, but worry about the distance once quarantine is over because he'll have to stay in Alabama for another year and a half. Is long distance relationships possible? That's what he wrote. I guess is a long distance relationship possible? I think so. I mean, it, it depends on how invested you are, obviously, at the beginning and how long you have time to, like, I don't know, get the relationship going and learn about each other. But absolutely long distance relationships yeah. are possible. I've seen it happen multiple times. I think, yeah, I think there's several questions that come to mind that you have to ask. I'm like, now I want to know more. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, about we're this. like, we have so many questions. Um, but, you know, if you're thinking about this relationship, where, okay. Start the relationship. If you're really interested in this guy. Great. Cool. The worst thing that can happen is that things don't work out and you move on, but you're not going to know if you don't try. So you can try it. And you have breaks. You have times that you're going to go back to Alabama. That's awesome. 
you're going to be able to see your boy there. That's great. Um, is he going to be able to come visit you in New York? Cool. Okay, we can start breaking up that time of a year and a half to these shorter periods of time that you're going to be apart. That's going to be hard, but you're going to have breaks where you're able to see each other, and that's going to be awesome. And a year and a half really isn't that long in the span of things, you know? Yeah, and as long, I mean, if you throughout the relationship and you're, you know, long distance and eventually you're like, well, are you going to move to New York? Or like, am I going to move to Alabama? And then all of a sudden things are like, well, we don't really see this how, how we're going to be able to be in the same place ever. Then obviously, you know, maybe it won't, won't pan out, but I don't know. We'll just have to see. But then again, like when I met him, I was expected to stay in Seattle, you know, like I was, was expecting that he would stay in Seattle. Right. I was graduating from college and thinking, all right, okay, I'm going to get a job here and live in my favorite city, Seattle. And then I met him and he's starting and I was dental like, Nebraska's school in Nebraska. Great. And it was kind of like, I, well, he did not like it. I didn't like it. But he's still here. Nebraska great. <laughs> it's Nebraska great. Tell it was me. great for school. Yeah. And I'm fine being out of that after school. But it I wasn't could, bad. It's just like not exciting. I had to make yeah. the decision between a city that I really love and this guy I just met who I think I love, but I don't know. Do I want to go? I I can't believe his parents let him do that. Oh my God. Yeah, I can't either. I feel like our parents had just been like, what's happening? Because it was so fast. Have you seen the show 90 Day Fiance? It's basically. No, we haven't watched it yet. No, I saw it on your stories, though. I saw it on your stories. Oh my God. Best content in the Revelation where I was like, that was our relationship, basically. Yeah. It's like 90 Day Fiance. We meet online you immediately go see each other and then you see if you can make it work in 90 days or less. Yeah. But I I mean, I would say like sometimes, you know, what is it? What's the saying? Distance makes the heart grow fonder or something. Yeah. Yeah, Right. Is that the saying? Absence. 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 Oh, sorry. sorry. Um, No, yeah, yeah, it's the same. (laughs) So like when I remember he went to Peru for like three months, like in the middle of us dating, you know, and, I mean, we got to see each other like halfway at the halfway point or whatever, but it was still like six weeks and then six weeks. And, you know, so, I mean, we've done distance before and mm-hmm. it's worked out. You just kind of have to. There is a huge romantic side to, yeah, long distance relationships, which is great. But And it's like, how, I mean, what are you going to do in the same city at this point? Nothing's open. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's very there true. Time to date online. I was going to say, like, everything's online anyway. If you're going to meet somebody, they're going to be online anyway. What do you got to lose? That's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Did we adequately um, spotlight that love? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yes, and, you did. Matthew, you know, I'm you vote yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, where can people find you guys? You have your own solo Instagram accounts, but then you also have your joint account. I would definitely search our joint account. Oh, yeah, account. yeah. The, yeah. At Michael and Matt on Instagram. At yep. Michael and Matt, and also on YouTube at Michael and Matt, right? Matt Schuler. I, I wish we had the YouTube.com slash Michael and Matt, but we don't. I'm going to kill them. Who is it? I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, Matt Schuler or Michael Lindsay 89 on YouTube. Awesome. You guys are so cool. I can't wait to duet on TikTok with you. Yes. Oh, yes. Michael and Matt want TikTok. Because Michael and Matt was <laughs> Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> well, thank you for joining us. You guys are such an inspiration. Um, for having us. Thank you so much. And remember to love who you love and love what you do. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.